God's a sustainer. That's the key to understanding a father. A father not only can birth, but a true biblical father is one who sustains, one who stays around, one who provides, one who cares for, and one who sustains that which he has birthed. That is a true biblical father. A father has created this earth and he sustained it. And even when it broke down and fell apart, he fixed it and repaired it. And he's going to redeem it and bring it to completion. When God makes something, he's going to see it all the way through. And he wants us to follow those patterns. He wants us, in fact, to be patterned after his own mind and own heart. God has created us in his image, brothers and sisters. And he is working with us so that we would be patterned or fashioned after Him. And we would be sustainers of that which God gives us. So let's take a look at patterns. Uh, When I speak of this, I I know what I talk of. I know what I speak of in some manner because for about 12 years at General Motors, I was a sculptor. I was a clay modeler. And I understood what it meant to follow patterns and to sculpt after schematics and engineer drawings and... uh, the information that they would give us. A designer would sketch something. He'd be at his board sketching all sorts of wonderful concept cars and all this, and then he'd hand that over to the engineers. And the engineers would then have to take that concept and put it on uh, the black metal, as as they called it, on the actual frame, the the real-life frame of the car it was supposed to fit. And so we, the sculptors, would then take templates and we would cut in those measured engineered marks and we would pattern in from concept to reality the pattern of what was a thought now into real life. And we used clay because we made a lot of changes. And so they would engineer this thing and they would pattern it. And from these patterns, they would draft forms to conform the images into. And we would take templates to conform the clay into the image that was patterned. And God is doing this with us. And so we would carefully cut in and sculpt and mold and shape into the patterns that these things were designed to become. And God did the same thing when He spoke to Moses. He said, Moses, I want you to make a vehicle that I can ride in. In fact, I'll be the head of the thing and you follow me wherever I drive. It's a concept car. It's called the tabernacle. The writer of Hebrews says that God told Moses to be extremely careful and accurate in everything he had given him. And in fact, it says in Exodus 25, 9, make this tabernacle and all its furniture, furnishings, say it with me, exactly like the pattern I will show you. Why? Why? Because, brothers and sisters, the pattern was a replica of heaven. The very throne room of God. In a physical form, Moses was to replicate the glory of the throne room of God. Can you imagine that? Now, taking something so abstract so other, so holy, apart from what is physical in this earthly realm, is something that, that is uh, hard to do. But God told Moses, and I would imagine that every measurement, every dimension from its width to its depth to its height, had some spiritual meaning to it in some dimension. 
Do you know that one jot or tittle isn't going to be changed from the Word of God? Now, a jot and a tittle is a comma and a period and a, and a little exclamation. And every little detail. You know, God has a purpose in everything. We don't know the half of it. We don't know the third of the complexity in the, of God's glory in our midst. He said, Moses, you have got to be accurate. Accurate! And he, in fact, filled a man, Bezalel, with the Spirit of God so that he could execute and make this furnishing and the draperies and the, the tabernacle exactly to the picture or to the pattern that God showed Moses. There was a pattern that was to reflect God's glory before all of Israel. That pattern was not to be tampered with. It was to be holy. It was to be sacred. You shouldn't change it. You know, Bezalel couldn't come along and go, you know, he wanted two cherubim on the mercy seat. I think I'm going to put three. You don't mess with God's patterns. This is God's pattern. It's exact. It's right. And so God set a pattern for Israel to follow after this, His holiness. Now, how many of you know what happened to Nadab and Abihu who didn't follow the patterns? Your life gets destroyed if you don't follow the patterns. He did the same thing with David. Look at what he said concerning the pattern for the temple to David in 1 Chronicles 28.12. He gave him the plans of all that the Spirit had put in his mind for the courts of the temple of the Lord and all the surrounding rooms for the treasuries of the temple of God and for the treasuries for the dicta- uh, dedicated things. Can you imagine that? The Spirit is downloading into David's mind the entire pattern of Solomon's temple. David couldn't build it, but God gave it to him. I could imagine at night David sitting there by a drafting table, and he's just, just in his mind filled with the glory of God by the Spirit saying, do this, do that, and make the water basin like this. And, and can you imagine the interaction between David and the Spirit? And he probably wrote a couple psalms on the side because he's so excited about it. And had to worship God because he was getting fresh revelation. And he was to build by the pattern God had given him. Now the patterns of God are exact. The patterns of God mean something. And so we go on and God gave us a pattern beyond all patterns. In fact, the tabernacle was patterned after the throne room. The temple was patterned. But all of it was really a pattern of the one who was to come. The entire Old Testament is a pattern of the character of God and the nature of God. All of this is patterned. Look at Romans 8.29. For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness or to the pattern of His Son that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. God had planned before all time and all creation to pattern us as sons of God. That we would be conformed into the pattern of Christ. And that we would all be patterned after Jesus Christ. That's the pattern. He's the pattern. So Father sent forth the pattern to build. Moses, make sure that you replicate this exactly. David, write down all that I tell you so that you may build to the every measurement and exact uh, revelation I give you. 
the temple that I give you. Well, here is the exact representation of the Father, of God Himself. And He said, here's the pattern that you are to copy. Now be careful how you copy this pattern. Are we that careful to copy this pattern? How careful are we, brothers and sisters? For God has spoken and put His Spirit in us, just like He did Bezalel. He put His Spirit in us so that we would pattern what God has given us. The revelation of God's own nature we would be patterned after. Let me show you some verses. 1 Timothy 1.16 But for that very reason I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display His unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on Him and receive eternal life. Paul's saying, look at I know that I am not the best, but God is using me as a pattern for those who would believe. An example. That's what he's talking about, a pattern. He goes on in Philippians, he says this, Philippians 3.17, Join with others in following my example, brothers, and take note of those who live according to the pattern we gave you. What's the pattern? Christ. Living in the power and pattern of the Spirit. He goes on, 2 Thessalonians 3.9, We did this not because we do not have the right to such help, but in order to make ourselves a model for you to follow. Pattern. A model. Philippians 4.9, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. A model. A pattern. Titus. Paul writes Titus and he said, Similarly, encourage the young men to be self-controlled in everything. Set them an example by doing what is good. A pattern. You're a pattern. 1 Timothy 4.12 Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, in purity. You're a pattern. So God had determined before time that He would give the pattern to mankind to become sons of God. Christ rescued us from our sin because we patterned ourselves after Adam. Adam failed, and we patterned ourselves after him. Many of us are conflicted between the pattern of Adam and the pattern of Christ. We, fo- we follow the patterns of our flesh which lead us to the patterns of Adam. But God has delivered us from the power of that pattern. He has. And He's drafted into your hearts a new pattern, the pattern of Christ Jesus. And He has now equipped you by the Spirit and by the very life of Christ to build a replica of that pattern. Ephesians 5.1 says, Be imitators of God. Pattern your life after God. Paul said, hey, pattern yourself after me. As I follow Christ, you follow me. He knew, he understood that we're the pattern. People can't see Jesus right now, but they see you. And you are the pattern and the replica of Jesus Christ. Therefore, be a pattern, Paul says, for everyone to see Jesus. 
You are that pattern. And this pattern is growing into full stature. This pattern, as we read in Ephesians 4.11, as the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, in that DNA of Christ Jesus developing in our gathering and growing us together as iron sharpens iron and we're being patterned after Christ, challenging, we're coming into a more mature image of Jesus. The church is going to look more like Jesus and have the stature of Christ than ever before. The pattern is coming into completion. The structure's been building, but now the pattern is being made. And so God would have you to be a pattern and be conformed to that very image of Jesus Christ. Now, let's see what that pattern looks like in you and I. How did Jesus tell us we'd be patterned? Well, he broke it down real simple. And we see it in one of his teachings in Matthew chapter 5. It's called the blessings in Latin, the bio, and beatitudes is Latin for the blessings. And so we're to be a blessing. God has blessed us so that we would be a blessing to others. And so if we're to be patterned in Christ Jesus... Uh, Jesus gives us these one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight summaries, uh, basically, of what a patterning of his image would look like. So let's go through them. So this is what you're patterned to look like. Number one, blessed are the poor in spirit, for those is the kingdom of heaven. And so we're poor in spirit. What does that mean? Poor in spirit means humility. Humility. Poor in spirit means you're not thinking about yourself. You are not self-motivated uh, and self-centered. You're God-centered. You're Christ-motivated. You're after the pattern of Christ, not your patterns and your designs. So blessed is the man who designs his life after the pattern of Jesus. Blessed is the man who patterns and walks his life under the unction of the Spirit. Keep in step with the Spirit. Patterned in the Spirit. That's the blessed man, the blessed woman. And so that is one of the patterns of God that we do not lean on our understanding, but we lean fully on His directives. Amen? How else are we patterned? Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. We all have heartache. We're all sad from time to time. You lose a loved one, or you lose, you're scared, or you're worried, and you cry, and you're upset. That's not what this means. Blessed are those who mourn. What that means is blessed are those who are repentant. Blessed are those who are repentant. Those who mourn after their sin. Those who strip themselves of their own righteousness and and bow down before God. They mourn that they would ever offend the pattern that God has set within them. Brothers and sisters, you're not trying to achieve the pattern. The pattern's there. You're trying to live it out. And we mourn when we fail the pattern. There is an image of Christ laid out for you today. How are you walking? Blessed are those who mourn when they get off the pattern. Are you so intent on following the pattern of Christ that when you veer from it, you recognize and you mourn over it? Blessed are the meek, they shall possess the earth. Meekness is humility. Humility under strength. Meekness is being willed by God. When you 
take a wild horse and you bring him into submission, it's called meeking a horse. That horse doesn't lose any of its strength, does it? That horse is still as powerful as it ever was, but now it is under the will of its master. Blessed are the meek, those who will walk according to the will of Father, to the pattern of Father, instead of the pattern of your own will and my own will. We find ourselves blessed if we would pattern ourselves after the meek. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness. righteousness. They'll be satisfied. So what is the pattern of a Christ-like image? It's in right relationship with Father. What it says is right with Father. What it does is right with Father. Jesus was so right with the Father and so righteous with the Father that everything He did and said was a complete uh, uh, reflection of the character of Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. We should be able to say, brothers and sisters, this is amazing, but we should be able to say, if you've seen me, you've seen Jesus. That's the pattern set before us today. How you doing with that? We're coming along. huh? We're coming along. We're coming along. We're mourning over where we failed our pattern. That's all right. That's part of the pattern. Right? We'll be meek about it. We'll be poor in spirit, recognizing it's not by our strength, it's by His might that we can be right with Him. And we'll follow that rightness. We go on. Blessed are the merciful. They shall obtain mercy. That is really the pattern of Jesus. Mercy. Mercy. Mercy intervenes. I, I, I was bowled over this morning by the prophecy that I'm the Good Samaritan. I'm the Good Samaritan. I did not pass you by. Oh, man. I could have been passed by. God sure could have passed me by. There was nothing in me worth redeeming. Nothing! He didn't redeem me for any value I had. He redeemed me for putting His value in me. And so now, that mercy shown to me, I must show to others. It's the pattern of Christ. And we go on. Blessed are the pure of heart. They shall see God. The pattern is this. Pure heart. A pure motivation. A God consciousness in everything. A pure motivation. Check your motivations by the pattern of Jesus set within you. God had established before time you'd be patterned as a son of God. And so what does the pattern heart of a son of God look like? What is the motivation of the heart of a son of God? Does he lie, cheat, steal? What is the love of God? What does the pattern of Christ look like in your heart, brothers and sisters? Is there a pattern? Yes. Is there a pattern? It's pure in its intentions. Blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the sons of God. Mediators. The pattern of Christ is to mediate. We're ambassadors of the kingdom of God. And so now we have a ministry of mediation. Do you mediate? When you see injustice, when you see something unfair, you know, what's on the news today is, is uh, bullying in schools, right? Do you mediate when you see injustice, when you see people doing this or doing that? Do you stand back and say, it's not my problem? Is that the heart of a peacemaker? Is that the heart or the pattern of God that God says, it's not my problem? Whoa, you got yourself in that. Dude, that's not my problem. Is that the pattern of Christ? 
The pattern of Christ is the greatest peacemaker of all time who came and mediated between a fallen race and a holy God. We must mediate for our God. That's the pattern. Blessed are those who suffer persecution for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. In other words, this pattern is the core of our being. This pattern cannot be twisted. It cannot be taken out of us. It cannot be forsaken. We will live this pattern no matter what people do to us, no matter what people say to us. I will stay true to the Spirit of God in me, and I will not leave or forsake the pattern of being a son of God. You can kill me. You can drag my body through the streets. I will not stop the pattern of God in my life working me out into an image of of Christ Jesus. Now the bottom line of this pattern, those are the Beatitudes, brothers and sisters. And, And so that's the pattern of Christ. You and I have been patterned. You don't have to make this pattern up. You don't have to invent it. God put it in you to be patterned after Christ from the beginning of time. And His Spirit in you is now working this pattern in you. These Beatitudes is a simple pattern to follow. And what that means is this. It doesn't mean that all of our lives are going to be patterned the same. What it means is the pattern is on display in every situation. So let me put it to you plainly. What does the pattern of Christ look like when their house is foreclosed and they lose their job? What does the pattern of Jesus look like in that situation? What does the pattern of Jesus look like to someone who's homeless and on the streets? There are saved people who are homeless and on the streets, right? And they're a pattern of Jesus. What does that pattern look like? What does that pattern look like to the CEO who makes millions every year? But you put the pattern of Jesus in an office that makes millions. What's it look like? You see, it's not the lifestyle or the life situation. It's this pattern on display in every situation. Because that's who we are. Everywhere, in every position, and in every place. What does the pattern of Jesus look like when someone rear-ends their car? You see, the pattern's always on display. It's, it, everybody has to see the pattern. And that pattern is to demonstrate Christ. So what does that pattern look like Sunday morning at 9 a.m.? What does that pattern look like when sin is all around it and enticing it in? What's the pattern look like? The answer to all these questions of what does the pattern look like to the European? What does the pattern look like to the African? What does the pattern look like to the Chinese man? What does the pattern look like all over this planet? What's the pattern look like? It looks like the same person everywhere and no matter what situation it's in. It looks like Jesus. That's you and I. We're Jesus. We are patterned after Jesus. We don't look the same, but we have the same patterning in us. Amen? And so this pattern, believe it or not, is everywhere. Can you recognize it? When you go to the mall, how many of you do this? How many of you are looking? You drive and you see a car with a little fish on it. 
Now, is that the pattern? We think if we put a fish on it or if we wear a shirt that's got Jesus saves or I press lift weights of the cross. I don't know. There's so many weird, like, Jesus shirts and things. There's the pattern of a Christian. That's it. It's not the clothes you wear or the fish or the bumper stickers or God's my co-pilot on your car. That's not the pattern. Some people substitute patterns for the real pattern. But you can see a real pattern, can't you? You can see when someone walks, the way they walk and the way they talk to other people, you go, wow, I recognize that pattern. My pattern's resonating with that pattern. God has a design that He has engineered and He has built in us and patterned in us. And brothers and sisters, it's in us all here. Who here has been patterned after Jesus? Could I see your hands if you're a pattern of Jesus? If you're a pattern of Jesus, okay. Is there anybody here who's not a pattern of Jesus? Who is not a pattern of Jesus? Either you're a chicken. Or you're not honest. I'm telling you, you know, I mean, everybody else raised their hand when they said Jesus. Now, how many of you, if you're out there in the other crowd, and I said, how many of you are patterned after Jesus, would you raise your hand? How many would do that? How many in your high school, in your classroom, if the teacher said, how many of you are born-again Christians, how many would you raise your hand? How many at work would raise your hand? How many, you see what I mean? The pattern's got to show up. The pattern's got to show up. Brothers and sisters, you are patterned after Christ, and it doesn't mean that since you're patterned after Him, your life's going to be like this, 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 and this. No, 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 no. The pattern is meant to be put into every life situation it can. So Jesus shows up from the best to the worst, to the happiest to the saddest, to the rich to the poor. This pattern fills the earth. And that's where we all are, patterned to show Jesus in Whatever situation.